0: This is episode 151 of the Landscape Photography Show. And before we get into today's podcast, I do want to talk about today's sponsor for the podcast, and that is Nature Photographers Network. If you go to naturephotographers.network, you can actually sign up for a year membership to a platform. This is a forum of tons of photographers who are just like you, who are going to help you appreciate your own photography and are actually going to help you, encourage you, and and give you advice on how you can improve your photography too. That year membership is only forty nine dollars. If you divide that up, it's about four dollars to five dollars a month. And right now, if you use the code LPS ten, you can get ten percent off of that price, lowering it to much less than you spend on coffee for the month. So give up coffee, a really nice coffee for a day and do yourself a favor and invest in this membership to Nature Photographers Network. On there, you're going to get tons of free webinars, exclusive content, and critiques from some of your peers and the best photographers on the planet. Again, that's naturephotographers.network, and use the code LPS10 during checkout to sign up for your year membership. Now, in today's podcast, I want to talk about something that's really important for all of you to hear. This is <clears throat> not geared towards specific photographers. This is not geared towards people who are not starting a business, just somebody who wants to do it on the side for fun, a hobbyist, or all the way to people who are doing it for the business of photography. And this is the the actual truth to something that is holding all photographers back. And this is something that, um, I've seen firsthand, especially this year, when I started doing one-on-one sessions with people for photo critiques or uh, business evaluations, website critiques, anything like that. If you want any of that, just feel free to email me, davidjohnstonphoto at gmail.com. But besides that, it's one thing that I've found that comes up every single time I meet with somebody no matter what the topic is, this always comes up. And it's the one thing that's holding all photographers back from becoming who they are really meant to be, who they are possible to be. And I think that's really important and and compelling because we all want to be the best versions of ourselves, right? We all want to be that person who is able to do X, whatever your goal is, whatever you want to accomplish or achieve with your photography. And we all want to become that person that we envision and that we dream of. This one thing that's holding us back is actually confidence. It's not your ability to take a photo. It's not your ability to see a composition, although that is a huge part of photography it's the confidence that's behind all of that and this has been a theory of mine for quite some time and i was thinking about it before starting recording and i was like you know what maybe i should do some really you know csi investigation type stuff on how to actually look up confidence and really understand it so i went to our source of constant information i went to google and I typed in just confidence definition. And a synonym statement was firm trust. Confidence equals firm trust. Let's dissect that for a second. When we talk about firm trust, what does that mean? When we talk about firm trust, you might hear it like at your job. Like if somebody says, hey, I have full trust. I have firm trust or confidence in that team to get the job done. I have firm trust or confidence in that person to get this assignment done. Maybe your boss has firm trust or confidence in you. Maybe you're the boss and you have firm confidence and trust in the people that you've put in positions to make your business or job thrive. That's a huge statement, firm trust or confidence. Now, if I think about, my own photography, and maybe this applies to you too, when I think about firm trust, that has a lot to do with me and my ability to actually go out and and achieve what I can see in my mind of how a photo might look or how an image might turn out. That's a pretty big statement, firm trust in myself to be able to do that. So I dug a little bit deeper when I'm thinking about firm trust. And I thought, you know, maybe you have as a photographer, maybe you have like a North Star that guides you and your life in a purpose or a certain direction. Maybe you are religious um, and you have a North Star that guides you in a specific direction. Uh, Maybe it's something like, like just belief in Jesus that guides you in a certain direction. You have firm trust and confidence that that is the way to live, right? So there's a lot that goes into this, and we can go as deep as you want on this, firm trust or confidence, but I feel like I I was still missing something in this definition, okay? And and when I dove deeper down on the Merriam-Webster website, this statement really popped out at me, and this is what made me hit record to make this podcast, and this is an alternate definition of confidence a feeling of self-assurance from one's own abilities or qualities and that is a direct correlation with my theory on why confidence is the one thing that's holding all photographers back from what they could be who they could become or what they could be achieving A feeling of self-assurance from one's own abilities or qualities. Now, why is this the one thing that I feel like is a really big one for firmly establishing my theory as what I see as basically a state of law at this point? is confidence is what holding a lot of people back. A feeling of self-assurance from one's own abilities or qualities. If I think back to the amount of times that I have taken a photo um, and doubted myself, that photo oftentimes does not turn out very well. Maybe I've had a teacher or a mentor in the past, Whether that be in life or photography, when they guide me in a certain direction and point me to something that they have full confidence in, that gives me confidence and oftentimes that photo has become a success. Or if I see a photo, what I envision could be a great photo, and I go 100% on that vision and what I think a photo could be, That's self-assurance and confidence, and oftentimes those photos have turned out really well. This is something that um, I've taken as kind of like my mantra for photography, and I do credit John Barclay for giving me this uh, kind of vision and mantra for my own photography. If it makes you say, wow, take a photo. If it's cool, take a photo. If it's interesting to you, take the photo. And that's not this complicated version of like dissecting a composition and constructing something that could be hung in the Louvre or anything like that. But this is just something so simple that takes you back to your roots of photography. If it makes you say, wow, there's something about it that attracted you and you can take that photo and make it something special. But... What creeps in in those moments of self assurance? Doubt? Probably this statement that you've asked yourself. What will other people think of this? <clears throat> That's a pretty big one, right? And why is that? It's because, you know, the onslaught of social media right now has a lot to do with our self assurance and our firm confidence. And uh, look, I'm a huge proponent of social media. I, for one, love social media. I love putting my work out there and interacting with the people who follow me and who I follow on social media. But there are a lot of people that social media is a big part of self-doubt. If I think about when I was starting my YouTube channel, you know, negative comments would absolutely crush me. But now, I just know, like, Not everybody's going to like my work. Not everybody's going to like me. But who am I serving? Like, who am I actually serving with the content that I produce and the photos that I take? Number one, myself, am I proud of my work? Am I making myself proud of what I'm doing? Am I happy in my life and in my work am i doing that absolutely so when i produce something that makes me happy i'm definitely not going to give any power to the people who are trying to bring that down with negative energy online social media honestly what i'm doing in return is actually feeling bad for that person who's going to come at me like that with that hate because they've got something going on in their lives that caused them to literally take the time to watch the video and then type out a comment look at my photo or type out a comment that takes a lot of time and in this day and age like how often are you actually commenting on people's work it takes some you some time to comment and go through content and and actually comment on that work so i i honestly feel bad for that person who has something going on in their life and when i've dm'd people in the past who leave negative comments and i'm just like hey you know i see what you're saying when i come at them with a very level head and not coming at them with anger oftentimes it results in apology and them being like you know what I'm really sorry. I have this going on in my life. I'm dealing with this. I'm tired. You know, my boss is hounding me at work. All these things come into it. So there's, there's connotations attached to negative comments that actually bring our self-assurance and self-worth down, which in turn brings our confidence down and makes our us doubt our own photos. When we take the power back, that's a rage against the machine. Um, nod right there. When we take the power back and we talk about and think about our own self-worth in our photography and we think about what we have the ability to do as photographers, we in turn gain confidence and self-worth and we need to surround ourselves with people who build us up with that confidence and self-worth people who hold us accountable for sure, but people who also cheer us on when that's going on. And hopefully I've been a source of that, whether that be on social media with this podcast, with videos, with one-on-ones, with Landscape Photography University, all those things that I've done with photography. Hopefully I can be a cheerleader for you when you do that and you need that support. But at the same time, we need to build up our influences in our life and who's actually pouring into our life and we need to surround ourselves with those successful people who are going to hold us accountable and also build us up so that we can have that self-worth and self-confidence right because it does what you think then comes through your body and comes out of your mouth and essentially, for lack of a better correlation here, comes through your lens and photography. And when you doubt your photo, People, I mean you can see it probably when you go through Lightroom or you know you're organizing your catalog and you're like I don't really know what I was thinking in that moment why would I do why did I do that and not this It is probably self-worth and self-assurance and confidence uh, around that topic and we all have confidence issues when it comes to different categories in photography like I lack confidence when I'm doing like travel photography or street photography or you know honestly small scene photography is what I lack the most confidence in if we're sticking with landscape photography because I look at so many other photographers and I compare and contrast what they're doing versus what I see and that creates a lack of self-confidence and that's something that I've tried to improve on myself as I've grown as a photographer and become a better photographer, but that self confidence comes through the lens, and you can actually see it when you are taking a photo, and and <clears throat> we need to just like take a second and think about like what people say. I, I've heard the arguments of like not taking photos at iconic locations or only photographing little known or little seen places or you know only doing this with your photography and not doing this Uh, it takes us back to if it makes you say wow take a photo i have plenty of photos of iconic locations that i see other photographers doing too that i i love i love my version of it but i also have a lot of photos of lesser known places that other photographers don't have and i love that work too It comes in a lot of times self-confidence and this assurance of self comes in when we think about what we enjoy doing as photographers and what's the guiding principle, the why behind photography. And when we think about that, the why behind it, then we start to really unpeel the layers of where that lack of self competence is if i think about my why it's because being outside creating photographs helps me with you know calming the mind helps me with feeling more connected to who I am and to life, uh, helps me to feel more present. It helps me with anxiety issues that I deal with. It helps me deal with PTSD that I deal with. So there are a lot of whys behind the photography that I deal with. That photography helps me to alleviate. And when I just do my photography because of my why and why I do it, um, It helps me create better photos and it helps me have the confidence to go out and execute those photos that I can see and that I think would be a great photo. So, you know, we can really go off of what uh, author Simon Sinek says about business. You know, people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it what's your why behind photography? What, what is the guiding purpose about why you actually like to do it? And when you go out with that in mind, it really builds your self-confidence and gives you the confidence to say, you know what? I don't really need all that outside noise. I can now go out and execute what I'm doing with my photography and do a really good job with it i can go out because i know my why my guiding principle behind why i'm even out here in the first place now i can take this photo and do it on my own regard on my own um, abilities and self-confidence and self-worth so anytime i meet with people and they say things like well this isn't my best photo or well you know, I, I haven't really done this yet because a lot of these photos in this portfolio suck or I haven't posted my website yet because I'm afraid that people aren't going to like my photos. That really makes me sad because what what that does is it's saying to, to me and, and to yourself that you've handed power over to people who you will probably never meet in your entire life and you're giving your entire self-worth over to them. When you go unapologetically all out with your photography and have that why, that guiding purpose, that self-confidence, then you take the power back and you do it for your own reasons and for your own self-worth and for your own happiness, right? So it's that confidence that is the one factor that can make you who you've always dreamed to be but the lack of confidence can hold you back from who you're meant to be you know what i'm saying on that so it can go in a lot of different directions here we've talked about creating photos what's the one consistent thing that you've talked to other photographers about in terms of business maybe You've talked to them about buying a print. Maybe you've talked to them about um, having a one on one session with them or, you know, doing a, a post processing session with them. If I think back to when I was first starting actually selling photos, let's go back all the way back to art shows when I had no idea what I was doing, but I knew that I was pretty good at photography and no idea what I was doing. Um, The one thing that consistently came out of my mouth was, well, I'm not really good at like the business side of photography or I'm not really good at sales. Maybe you've heard that before from other photographers. Maybe you're like, hey, I really want to buy this print. I really want this print. Well, I'm not really good at sales. What does that do? I mean, that completely waters down the entire... Interaction that you're having with that person about their photos, what is that? Like, what is that shield that we are putting up? And maybe you relate to this right now because you want to, you're curious about selling your photos or you're curious about the business side of photography. There's a lot that goes into that. So, when you think about actually selling photos and in turn making money from your photography, which is a great and beautiful thing. Why do we put up that window, that piece of glass between us and actually achieving what we want to achieve when we immediately say, you know, well, I'm not good at sales or I'm not really good at the business side. What does that in turn tell the person who wants to do business with you? That screams don't do business with this person. Because they're literally telling you with their own mouth, hey, I'm. this is not going to be a good experience. So anytime that I have said that, I cringe, but didn't know why. Anytime I hear other photographers say that, I cringe, but I don't know why. And now, now having this definition of confidence, I'll read it again, a feeling of self-assurance from one's own abilities or qualities. It's a lack of confidence in that side of their photography. You know, they might have all the confidence in the world when it comes to actually creating a photo, taking a compelling image. But when it comes to the business side, they haven't, you know, ha- gotten that confidence yet. And that's totally okay. My go-to shield When it comes to confidence, is procrastination, Um, and ultimately, when I start picking up other hobbies or thinking about, you know, what else could I do? Like, could I start this new YouTube channel? Um, There is a lot there about self-confidence. I can think back to when I was starting doing webinars and live streams. I put it off for months. Because I had zero self-confidence and the ability to do it. I'd never done one before um, And what I did was I started picking up all these other hobbies, you know, I, I I love disc golf, okay, and if I look at my disc golf scores They drastically improve when I have this looming new thing coming up, right? It's because I'm putting it off to put more time into this distraction and procrastination. So when I have like new webinars or, or new business opportunity coming up, oftentimes if I look back at my disc golf scores, they get way better right up until those points and then they kind of drop back off again. So it's a lot that has to do with the confidence to self-worth and all you really have to do To gain that confidence is just try. Um, It's it's scary. Yeah, absolutely. But when you just try, you're like, hey, you know what? That actually wasn't that bad. That wasn't that scary. Uh, I could you know tweak this thing or i could tweak that thing and then actually go into it one of the things that i've found if you know we want to stick on like the live sessions or anything like that one of the tricks that i've found is i had this fear that nobody was actually going to show up and maybe this is you on you know starting a website or something like that is anybody actually going to come to my website and actually view it That's kind of scary because you're putting yourself out there. Um, What I did was when I started live streaming, making videos that were live and things like that, what I did was I would actually take a post-it note and I would put it, just a blank post-it note, over the screen where it would show me how many people were watching live. And I would do the live presentation without looking at who and how many people were actually there. And that helped me deliver with confidence what I had prepared to deliver and give that information. And then going back and looking at those numbers, you know, maybe sometimes it was only a handful of people that came. Well, I was doing those at like 10 o'clock in the morning. So who's going to come at 10 o'clock in the morning when they have a job, when they have family obligations, when they have all this other stuff? moving around the times and tweaking it and just figuring out what would work best while having that post-it note over what is going to take away my self-confidence that's a huge hack if you're interested in getting better at photography so if you want to start like a website and you're worried about the analytics how many people are going to come to your website if that is going to feed into your self-worth don't even look at it for the first year just do what you have planned to do with your website and don't worry about the numbers side of it that would be my huge advice for anybody because really in the first one to two years traffic is going to be a haul to get as many people as you want to your website all you have to do is you have to put in the work to actually get them there and show them that you're giving quality to them. It'd be the same thing for your photography. If you want to make photo sales and you're at something like an art show and somebody comes up and says, hey, I want to buy this three foot acrylic print that you have hanging here. Well, I'm not really good at business. I'm not really good at sales, but you know, here's the price. That complete. Just talk about what you know and be like, hey, yeah. That's a great that's a such a cool photo. Let me tell you about the story behind it. You can relate to them and then here's the big hack and we heard this the last two episodes 149 and 150 if you haven't listened to those go back and listen to Nathan Saint Andre talk about art shows and his confidence building and doing art shows. The the last question oftentimes that he had for people was can you see a spot in your home where this could go? You know, that's pretty that's a bold question, but a simple question like that gets people thinking about moving the conversation down the road to making a sale. So, there's a lot here that goes into self-confidence and self-worth, but it's really when we boil it down, it's our our own selves getting away, getting in the way of that self-confidence and worth. In photography and in photography sales if you want to start a website if you just want to post your photos on social media and have that as kind of like your internet you know portfolio confidence is what's going to help you become what you dream you can be and confidence is going to take away from who you could be it's just what side of the coin of confidence are you going to be on? Are you going to give power to the people you'll never meet? Or are you going to take the power back and have that confidence to go out and do what you know you're capable of? Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. I just want to say, I think this is a really important topic for a lot of photographers to hear and for a lot of photographers to understand with their photography, because Without confidence, we can't move forward as who we're designed to be, right? We can't move forward in who we envision ourselves to be. So if you need to listen to this a few times, go ahead and do it. I do want to remind you to subscribe to the podcast because we're going to talk to a lot of people about topics like this. We're going to talk to a lot of people about photography and how you can become a better photographer yourself. So subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. And also, please leave a review. It really helps us get this word out to so many other people when you leave a review, when you give love to the podcast and help us thrive as well. So feel free to do that on whatever platform you're listening on or watching and feel free to listen to all past episodes. If you go to davidjohnstonart.com, you can find a link for podcasts on there and find all the past episodes we've done. We'll see you in the next episode.